0: The ideas and advice presented in this episode are to be taken with an open mind. The advice is based on the ideas that two friends have developed over many years of friendship. It is important to disclose that this advice may have been discussed when the witches were intoxicated, leaving their minds vulnerable and clouded. Take caution while listening to the words of those who use spirits to enhance their thoughts. These are obviously misconstrued ideas held up by love and sorcery.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anti Agony,
0: episode 101. We intend to make clear that our intention tonight is clarity. Today's topics include
1: an evil soul, <gasps> some
0: sass, what? and maybe even some murderous words. No. I'm here with Jenna Ross who will conjure up thought-provoking questions while providing advice that includes spells, readings, and other witchy words.
1: My co-host Hope Foley is our resident educator, realist, and yoga enthusiast. She'll provide concise and easy-to-follow advice with an emphasis on discipline, goals, and good life choices. Jenna, I can't wait to get into this. It's going to be a good one.
0: Hey, Hope. Hey, Jenna. Well,
1: it's time for our first question. I'm excited. What do we got? Well, Cammie from Salt Lake City, Utah is writing in about her breakup. And it's a weird one. Is it? Yeah, but I think we can handle it.
0: Let's hear what she has to say.
2: Hi, Auntie Agony. This is Cammie from Salt Lake. My boyfriend, Joshua, wants to break up with me. Obviously, that's his right, but it feels like I'm actually being irresponsible by just leaving. Josh has always had an interest in paranormal stuff and things like that, and I do too, but I guess I'd rather read about it than go to real life creepy places. But in the past six months, he's gotten really weird. Like, he's become convinced that I'm the reincarnation of an evil witch. And maybe he just thinks I'm an evil witch and wants an excuse to dump me. And if that were true, that would be fine, I guess. But he really seems to believe it, and it's pretty sad. I just don't know how to break up with him in an ethical and respectful way. He's not violent or a risk to himself. There's a lot of other weird stuff people believe in. But on the other hand, he just wants to break up with me after three years because he thinks he's dating an evil spirit. It just doesn't seem like a healthy psyche, and it's all happened really quickly. He doesn't talk to his family. He's always said they were weirdly religious, and I guess that seems relevant now. But he's distanced himself from his old friends, and he could find new ones with the same interests that way. Right now, it just feels like I'm the only person in his life with a healthy dose of skepticism. I think it would feel irresponsible to just leave to be with somebody more sane. He's a grown ass man and he doesn't want me around anymore. Is there anything I can do? He's just not really inclined to take my evil inspired advice right now. Please help.
0: Cammie in Salt Lake, thanks for writing in. We definitely appreciate your question, and we look forward to providing you some advice. So, uh, breakups are never easy. No. Uh,
1: No one one gets into a relationship going, oh, I I can't wait to break up. I can't wait to see how the breakup goes. I mean, let me start planning for it. I mean, it's
0: perfect. And breakups are harder when you're the one who doesn't want the breakup. Although
1: I, I think being the breaker upper is, is pretty difficult.
0: Also, Oh, well, I think that that's what we have going on in this situation. And, and the breaker upper, like you said, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of guilt involved and there's a lot of, I don't want to hurt this person. It's not you. It's me kind of stuff. But I mean, really it's them
1: always is when you do the, it's not you, it's me scenario. It's to save the feelings of the other person because even if you, want to break up you don't necessarily want to
0: hurt no one does hurt anyone no I think actions can be misconstrued right words can be twisted a lot of things can happen but let's look at back to what is talking about and hear it from her side for a minute heard a lot of it's not you it's me but I've never heard you're an evil witch yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been called a lot of things in my life but an evil witch? No, never been called an evil witch. Where does someone get the gall to call someone an evil witch? Since when are witches evil? Number one. I don't know. I'm a good witch. Yes. <laughs> I've always known I was a good witch. <laughs> a good I myself witch. enjoy the good witchhood. <laughs> but um,
1: yeah, so let's talk about your your extracurricular creepy activities. Has Josh always been into it? Is he is he seeing it in a new light now? Um has he become engrossed in a religion recently that conflicts with your pastimes that you enjoyed together before? Mm-hmm. Or did you just do something kind of weird and shitty three months ago? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Cami, babe.
0: Anything or anything you're leaving out? Anything at all? Anything at all? We'd like to hear it. Might. My- Provide some clarity, <laughs> clarity, right? And and we mean that with the with the kindest of words. But you know, it, it definitely raises some flags when you say that you've been in a relationship, things have been going well. And only recently, he's looked at you as this evil witch and evil soul. Um, he thinks you're just a bad person. So like Jenna said, did something happen? Did he walk in the kitchen and catch you slipping some toad tongue into your evening stew? Right. I mean, right. that's what a witch does. Were you, like, taking hair from his grooming clippers and, like, secretly making some type of weird doll?
1: Or have you just gotten
0: real short with him over the past couple months and asking him to do things he maybe doesn't want to do anymore? I wonder how long they've lived together. Because we all know there's a big difference between, you know, a, a relationship where you have your separate houses or your separate living spaces, Absolutely. if you will. And then you're <laughs> cohabitating. Can I, are you leaving your socks <laughs> in the kitchen? <laughs> That's it, is Josh not putting his underwear
1: in the hamper? I, something is happening here, but back to the breakup part. What do you expect to do to salvage the relationship? Really here, what is your expectation? Josh has said to you, hey, I want to break up. Right. <laughs> not once, not twice, but thrice. Thrice. And... Short of starting with lighting a candle and asking for some, like, love magic from the goddesses, which we can talk about all day, mm-hmm. um, I, and I don't even know if that'll work here. I don't. I've never tried it for the situation. Um well, there's some oils involved? Right. I mean, we're not talking, like, sexy time candle and oils. No, no, no. We might need the hair from the grooming clip. Right, anyway, right. Anyway. I, I digress. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I think it's time to get packing here, Cammy. Here's why I agree with you, Jenna, is because, like you said, it wasn't once, not twice, but thrice times that Josh has been like, see ya, babe, I'm done. Who knows if he's even really into the stuff that you're saying he's into, or if he's literally just doing anything he can to end this relationship. You said you felt this need to end this breakup ethically.
1: And ethically, I think you can feel okay walking away. Josh is not... Uh, a threat to himself or others like you pointed out um whatever hang-up you're retaining from whatever happened a couple of months ago that you conveniently left out of your letter you don't have to feel guilty about that anymore let go of that responsibility you're feeling
0: that's right and do the things that you loved when you first got together with josh don't lose that part of yourself get yourself a coven a, a coven
1: of witches that you can connect with and and let go of josh Work on
0: yourself. Mm -hmm. Look in that mirror and ask yourself what it is that you want. And don't put your energy into fixing someone else. I hate to break it to you. No matter what spell you cast or how many wishes you get from whatever genie or magical being that you pray to Mm -hmm. appears to you, you'll never change that person. But what you can do is change you and your thoughts and your wants. And those spells and those intentions will resonate.
1: Let Josh go be with someone whose spirituality is aligned with his belief system right now. You can go find yourself a friend or a partner and go do some cemetery strolls or whatever weird stuff you're into.
0: (laughs) Provide yourself time and then move on. Yeah, I don't think you're actually evil. No, good things are going to come to you. So Cammie, Jenna and I definitely hope that you'll send us an update about you and where you are maybe in the next three months or six months, but we'll be sending you lots of energy and loving light. Thanks, Cami. Thank you. Hey nieces and nephews, Hope and Jenna here. Have you ever thought about creating a podcast of your own, but didn't know where to start? Take some advice from Auntie Agony and check out Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let's lay it out. Podcasting on a budget? It's free. No editing software? Who cares? Anchor provides creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. But uh, how do I get it on the internet? Well, Jenna, Anchor will distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Need money? Make content? (laughs) Make money. You
1: can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need
0: to make a podcast all in one place. We wouldn't be here without it. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A N C
1: H O R.fm. See ya. Jenna's journal, Entry 1. There are tons of ways to incorporate magic into your daily life, such as invoking clarity of mind. This can be useful for believers and skeptics alike. We can all struggle with big life decisions and issues that carry serious emotional weight from time to time. Mental clarity is essential in getting to the very root of a problem. Removing the extra baggage will help you make choices you're confident in. Without delving too much into the psychoanalytical or spiritual aspects, please consider this ritual as a tool to clear your mind. Tarot, it's not a dirty witchy word. Think less fortune telling and more therapy. The cards you pull can force you to analyze additional pieces of an issue that maybe didn't occur to you before. Remember, you're the master of your own universe. A tarot clarity spread will ask you and tell you plenty. Is your energy focused where it needs to be? What else is on the table? What have you refused to see up until this point? Regardless of whether you believe this narrative is derived from the goddesses or if your own inner monologue made it all up, The questions and answers you discover can be insightful and instrumental in clearing your thoughts and or pivoting your path.
0: Jenna. Hey. I am so ready for topic number two. All right. Well, it's from
1: Crystal in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, yeah? Her little boy sounds like he's getting too big for his britches. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I think you'll be a big help on this one, though. Let's hear what
0: Crystal has to say.
3: Hi, Auntie Agony. My name is Crystal, and I'm calling in from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm calling about my six-year-old because he has turned into a little smarty pants. Uh... He is in this new habit of asking me questions that he feels like he can stump me on and even when he asks me a question that I know the answer to and that I know is right, he finds a way to twist it on me and I still end up with the wrong answer, then I become the butt of the joke. So, you know, if this was happening every once in a while, I would say, okay, but It's becoming a constant thing for him, and he's taken it a little bit too far and has this, I'm better than everybody else attitude, which is concerning coming from a kindergartner. So I've talked to him, my husband has talked to him, and despite our many conversations, the behavior is almost worsening so i don't know is this something that i should be concerned about i did talk to his teachers at school and they say that he doesn't do anything like that with his teachers or with other students which i'm happy about but i'm not too pleased about seeing this behavior at home so is this a normal behavior is it a phase should i let it go i want him to be confident but i don't want him to have this cocky attitude. I appreciate your help, Auntie Agony. Thank you.
0: Oh, Crystal, what a sweet, sweet voice you have.
1: All right. So Crystal is asking, is this a phase? I'm not,
0: I'm not a parent. I'm going to kick this over to you, Hope. Okay. So Jenna, based on what Crystal said about, you know, little man going to school and teacher says all is well, I'm going with not a phase. I'm going to cash in at behavioral final answer. Mm,
1: Respect, respect. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we're missing here. I mean, she didn't mention anything about Harvard or a PhD
0: in astrophysics. Nope, didn't hear it. um, I think he just might be an average six-year-old. I think so. And I think he might be one of those where everyone, you know, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of moms think that their kids, no offense, Crystal, are more advanced than others. Mm. And you know, at some stages it's like, that's true. However, Crystal, he's, I mean, I'm not sure, but I'm going to consider your life experience. OK, your age. Yes. Hmm, and your um challenges as your free card and qualification to be <laughs> smarter. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're laying down the law as much as you can right now, but I don't think it, it, it might not hurt to be a little bit more strict. What do you think? I, I think you're right, Jenna. I think what needs to happen here is some focus on the behaviors that you want to see. You know, you're seeing all kinds of things from your son, but what you're probably focusing on is the things you don't want to see versus the positive things that you do.
1: Okay. So like a reward system for those positive, um,
0: behaviors that we're seeing at home, um, Sure. If you're into trinkets and goodies and all of that kind of stuff, but just I mean a pat on the back, right? That's right. Okay. Or a high five, or you could also just watch your kid and it takes time. I mean, trust me, we all would rather be watching TV or phone or doing anything, but hanging out with our kids sometimes. <laughs> but you know, if you see him doing the things that you expect that you like, remind him that he's doing the right thing. Tell him, hey, bud, that's great. I love what you're doing right now.
1: That'll allow him to continue to be proud of himself and his accomplishments
0: as well. Totally. It hopefully will also decrease some of those unwanted behaviors because believe it or not, kids often look for attention in any way they can get it right. I mean, sometimes adults do the same thing. Sure. So the negative behaviors are sometimes a way of getting attention from mom and dad. And if mom and dad focused on that negative behavior all the time, then unfortunately, little guy that if I act like a jerk, at least I'll have some attention.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. I probably wouldn't have thought about that. Um, so I, I think that might be it, Crystal, like keep doing what you're doing, lay down the law, think about, you know, what are we doing to, to,
0: uh, reward and, um, reinforce positive behaviors. Yeah. If I can just add one last piece of advice, Jenna, um, you know, when the positive praise isn't working or it's not enough, then, you know, it's time to set boundaries and consequences. And all that entails is, listen, I don't like what I'm seeing right now from you. Um, If this behavior continues, then this is the consequence and follow through with that consequence as hard as it is, as many times as it happens. I think I've heard you say before, say what you mean and mean what you say. I have. And I have to remember those words myself as a parent. It's hard to follow through because one, parents often feel more guilty than the child does. And two, it's exhausting. I mean, he's six. What is he going to feel guilty about? Listen, my dog was two, you know, (laughs) before he was fully trained. (laughs) Humans are, you know, more, more advanced feces. So, I mean, the training takes longer.
1: You're doing all the right things. It's just going to take time. Listen, we want to hear back from you. Give us, give us a shout out and like, I don't know, 10 years when he gets his driver's license. Let us know, is he still a jerk? I'm, I'm sure he has great manners. All right, Crystal, take care.
0: Thanks for writing in. Thanks, Crystal. Hope's Notes, page one, clarity. Life has been filled with too many challenges lately and we are faced with difficult decisions that can leave us feeling anxious and uneasy. Good news? There is a way to calm those unwanted thoughts and emotions through a practice called box breathing. Basically, we will be working with a count of four while we picture a box in our minds. Let's begin. Close your eyes and begin to notice your breath. Breathe in and out through your nose. Notice your breath as it moves in and out and become aware of the coolness that it brings as you bring breath in and out through your nose. Take a moment to breathe on your own in and out through your nose. As you continue breathing, picture a box and with your eyes closed, look at the bottom left corner of that box. We are going to begin our box breathing. As you inhale to a count of four, move your eyes to the top left corner of the box. Three, four. Hold as you draw your eyes to the top right corner of the box. Three, four. Exhale as your eyes draw down to the bottom right corner two, three, four. And finally, hold to a count of four as your eyes return to the beginning spot. Three, four. We will begin again. Inhale to the count of four. Two, three, four. Hold to the count of four. Two, three, four. Exhale, to the count of four, two, three, four. Hold to the count of four, two, three, four. You can continue practicing as you listen or you can open your eyes. Either way, think about a situation that could be resolved easier with clarity. You need to provide yourself time to breathe while focusing on a specific thought or intention This is going to help filter your thoughts and provide you a clearer path. Repeat this practice as needed. As long as it's necessary, keep practicing. Thanks for listening. This is Hopefully.
1: The views expressed in this podcast are ours and ours alone. Opinions are subject to change without notice. Advice provided as is. Listener assumes full liability for any future actions. Names and locations may have been changed to protect anonymity. Effectiveness of spells is not guaranteed. Consult your doctor to make sure you are healthy enough to participate in yogurts. Listener discretion is advised. Nieces and nephews, your favorite aunties here. That's right, Auntie Agony, Hope, and Jenna. Overwhelmed at the beauty store? Dying to try everything from skincare to makeup and hair care. Are you looking for options for your daily routine? We can all agree that your work from home makeup is getting weak. Listen, here's our take. I'm hesitant to invest in expensive products for my sensitive skin. Every month, Ipsy sends me top-notch products with my preferences in mind, in generous sizes,
0: and I don't have to spend all my dough. Ipsy keeps me up to date on the latest colors and trends for the changing seasons. I have the products to nail any look for any event, thanks to my personalized clamp bag. Check out Ipsy and get your Glam in the Bag. Your monthly subscription allows you to try out five new customized products. Ipsy allows
1: you to review your glam bag, which earns you points and further tailors your products to your taste. Update your preferences and profile all through the app. It's affordable and there are no strings attached. Cancel anytime. Go to ipsy.com to get started. That's ipsy.com. Be fabulous!
0: All right, Hope. I think we have time for one more. We do, Jenna. Our last topic is from Tiffany from Tallahassee, Florida. She's concerned about some murderous words. Ooh, that's intense. It is. Well, let's hear it straight from the source.
4: Hi, Auntie Agni. I have some concerns about someone in my family. My brother Tom's wife, Laura, cheated on him and left him for a mutual friend. He's been erect for the last four months. Last week, my husband, Al, who's close with Tom, came to me to say that Tom had been discussing increasingly violent fantasies about hurting Laura. I can't even believe this. Al admits, and is ashamed, that he tried to laugh him off. He was like, this must be a joke. But when it became obvious that Tom wouldn't stop, Al told him that he needed help. And unfortunately, we're afraid to have him around our daughters until he's gotten it together. Privately, the other guys came up to Al and was like, Hey, I'm so glad you said something because they wanted to stay out of it. Made everyone uncomfortable. And I'm not a fan of Laura's, but I don't think being cheated on gives you the opportunity to say anything you want. Some of Tom's texts turn my stomach and I agree with Al. I don't want to be around him until he's gotten help. Tom and Laura didn't have kids, so they were really close to our three daughters. Tom was supposed to spend Christmas with us. He's humiliated that I've seen the texts and is pretty upset that he might not get to see his nieces soon. He also thinks this is another way the universe is punishing him. I wanna support my brother, but right now I feel like supporting him is condoning his behavior. Are Al and I overreacting by keeping Tom away from our daughters? I don't think he'd hurt him, but I am not about to take that chance. And what if something actually happens? I am so uncertain and confused by this. Please help. Thank you, Tiffany.
1: Hey Tiffany, I, I really appreciate you uh, reaching out to us. This is definitely a situation that I would not want to uh, be in your shoes for. Um, it's a hard one. <clears throat> I will start off by saying I appreciate that Al said the hard words that needed to be said to Tom initially. I appreciate the encouragement to find help. And I will say, too, I understand why you may have put into place the the ultimatum that you have and and did not allow Tom to come over
0: for the holidays and see see your daughters. I understand it too Jenna. I just want to say to Tiffany that you know this is a decision that you have to own and that Al has to own and and like Jenna said I also applaud Al. For taking that uncomfortable step, that step that no one wanted to take. And then going forward and even having a conversation with you and letting you know what happened. Tom's your brother, and that puts you in a very, very hard spot. But unfortunately, in this instant, it's your hard spot because he's your brother and you have to be the decision maker of your family. You have to be the one that says that this behavior is not acceptable for me and my family.
1: I just can't imagine being in Tiffany's position and allowing tom to come over and something slips out of his mouth he says right. something really horrifying in front of the kids about laura about laura yeah and and speaks these violent words and then the the repercussions of that situation being the conversations that happen with the kids afterwards he right can't just say oh, i'm sorry honey uncle tom's having a really hard time and he yeah he wants to kill someone. and that, We don't talk
0: like that. No, we don't talk like that, and that's not acceptable. And if Uncle Tom flies off the handle and the kids don't know what's going on, that's also a concerning situation. That brings me to a second point of, you said this is only recent, four months. Do the kids know what's going on? The yeah. girl, your, your girls or children, I believe you said girls, have had a relationship with them forever, and, and do they know that Laura's not in the picture anymore? It sounds like maybe... They need to be brought up to speed with what's going on. And I'm not saying give all the details, but I'm I'm saying give them the tools they need to handle the situation as well.
1: Please continue to push your brother towards getting the help that he needs. Make sure your whole family is on the same page with what needs to be done. Make sure Tom has every resource that he could possibly need to deal with this so that he can continue to be a positive person in his niece's lives. Right. Um, and for the love of all things good in this world, pray to, to whatever you pray to, but make sure that's not the only thing you do. If your gut tells you that something is wrong or something's amiss, be prepared to call the authorities. Even if it's not something you want to do, you'll never, ever, ever forgive yourself. If something were to happen to Tom, to Laura or to, anyone else from tom's hands because it could have been avoided and you saw the the red flags
0: yes and jenna i think you you gave some really solid advice the last thing that i want to add is that you know tiffany consider this the relationship now consider what it was before and consider what do you want it to be in the future and what steps do you need to take to get there and if those steps aren't met or that relationship can't be where it was before figure out a way to be able to handle that and steps to be ready in the future so that you don't have to feel the anguish and uncertainty uncertainty excuse me that you've been feeling so we hope that you will you know reach out to us and let us know what's going on what's been developing in your family how your girls are doing with their relationship with Tom, maybe what Laura's doing in the future. Anything that you come to when you give
1: yourself the time to step back and get some clarity on this situation and how you want it to impact your family uh, in the long run. um, Let us know, let let us know what you do to handle it. And I really do hope that Tom gets the help he needs and that
0: you can continue to uh, be a, a functional family unit. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Questions posed in this podcast are samples obtained through the internet. We did not actually receive emails from anyone. In fact, upon starting this podcast, we had to search out topics to discuss. We do not have actual followers or listeners yet due to the fact that we have been doing this in secrecy. which is need time to create a following. Thank you to Google for your support in this matter of finding topics for two inspired girls to discuss.
1: Wow, Hope. I just want to thank everyone so much for tuning in for our very
0: first episode. I am so incredibly proud of the work that we've accomplished in such a short period of time. I hope our listeners have enjoyed the ride and found our advice helpful. During this episode, we've shed light on evil spirits that clearly don't exist, a mom that struggles with laying down the law when it's necessary, and a family that has been stricken with tough conversations and murderous words.
1: Clarity is the basis of this episode, and a clear state of mind is something we can all aspire to. Hope's Notes provided us with a new tool to help with clearing our minds through box
0: breathing, an easy ritual that can be performed anywhere, anytime. And don't forget to look back at Jenna's journal and think about indulging in tarot. This can be done with your friend or by yourself. Remember, this is not something you have to live by. It just gives you more questions to consider. Tarot may bring, you know, solutions that you've never thought about.
1: And remember, if you're experiencing any trials or
0: tribulations, we'd love to hear from you and see if we can help. Send your questions to heyantiagony at gmail.com. If your question is used in our episode, you will be rewarded by the goddesses. That email again is hey
1: a-u-n-t-i-e-a-g-o-n-y at gmail.com. And until next time, don't Don't do anything anything we we wouldn't do. do.